the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Christy Mandelo, board-certified divorce coach. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelow is here to be your go-to educational, informational, and inspirational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a Christian board-certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. She and her guests will bring you important insight and information, helping you make better decisions through and beyond the process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, all giving you hope and reassurance that you'll be okay. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelow starts now. And here's your host, Christy Mendelow. Welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm so glad you've joined us today. If you are listening to this show as it airs, Happy Thanksgiving. Well, I guess Happy Thanksgiving weekend would be more accurate. I pray that you are taking the opportunity that Thanksgiving presents to look for the blessings in your life and give gratitude to God for them and to the people who have also been a blessing to you. I must take a moment to say thank you to you, those who listen to the show, trusting us to walk the path of divorce with you. I must also say thank you to those who helped make the show happen, our amazing producer, Mike, and all the other wonderful folks here at KKHT, Bernard, Marsha, Darren, Scott, Charles, uh, and Laurel, and the list goes on. And to those who support the show, Craig Haston with the Haston Law Firm, Mary Scally at Simple Elegance Home Staging and Interior Design, the team at Soberlink. Hirsch Sermon with Lifecycle Financial, and Denise French at Divorce Strategies Group. And last but not least, I must say thank you to my husband, Richard Mindelow, for supporting me in my continued desire to serve others both through this show and my coaching practice as they traverse divorce. And if you are listening to the show by podcast, thank you to you no matter the time of the year. Speaking of Thanksgiving, the holidays are here. Christmas is in a month and the turn of the year quickly follows. I've felt an extra level of excitement for the holidays this year, and I'm ready to see the twinkling lights of the season. While I'm excited, I also know that those affected by divorce can feel quite differently during this time of year. It can be a time filled with stress and sadness, loneliness, and even depression. The hurriedness of the season, perceived obligations and expectations, And the divorce process itself can all add to what's likely an already challenging time. As always, we want to help, as does one of our show sponsor partners, Soberlink. Currently, Soberlink is offering a holiday guide 
to help you navigate this season and divorce. It features tips from a divorced mom of two kids and also from a family law attorney. We wanted you to know about the guide, so we invited Chris Beck, Vice President of Business Development with their legal section, uh, to talk with us more about the guide and more. Before we talk to Chris, I want to remind you that this show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing because it can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. I must also remind you that we're not here to give you legal advice, and we certainly aren't here to coach you to get a divorce. What we are here to do is to help you look at the realities of your marriage and divorce with your eyes wide open, and based on those realities and your faith, we are here to walk the path with you as your thinking partner, no matter where it may lead. And with all that said, Chris, welcome back to the show. Christy, thanks for having me on again. I appreciate it. Well, I uh, always enjoy it and really excited to find out about your holiday guide this year. I love that you all are providing resources to people in, as we all know, this very challenging time of their lives, uh, divorce. So let's start off first. We're going to get to the guide. So listeners, hang in there with (laughs) us. We're going to talk about that. But I mentioned that uh, Chris is the vice president of Soberlink. And if you haven't happened to listen to a show before where Chris was a uh, guest on the show, you may not understand or, or first know what Soberlink is and or understand it. So if you'll start off just giving us a bit of an idea of what Soberlink is. Sure. So we provide alcohol monitoring in family law cases where, you know, typically maybe one or maybe even both of the parents have been accused of abusing alcohol um, around their child, and this affects the child's safety. So that safety is at risk. Um, Our technology really combines a professional-grade breathalyzer with facial recognition software and a way to remotely transmit the results in real time to all those that are part of that monitoring agreement. So that could be like the attorneys that are involved in the case, mental health professionals, or most importantly, the other co-parent. So our technology is really designed to be self-administered to where you can test from anywhere at any time, prove your sobriety, and continue parenting as as you would like, even with some of these allegations that are hanging over you. Yeah. And you mentioned the allegations. And so, we, you know, just to Talk about it as as real as possible. You know, when we sure. come to divorce, there's all sorts of different scenarios that can happen that can bring a couple to divorce. And I would even offer to say every situation is unique. I mean, obviously, it is because you've got two unique people. So to say, well, my divorce is like your divorce isn't really accurate, right? And so there can be a, a number of um, reasons you would want to talk about or look at or monitor alcohol. Would that be a true statement, Chris? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there are different situations. There could be somebody that has been struggling with alcohol use disorder for a long time. And now that these parents are apart, there needs to be another another kind of tool in the tool tool shed to make sure that uh, we're documenting sobriety and um, giving that other parent some peace of mind now that we're not around that other person 24-7. Or like I said earlier, it could be allegations. So many different ways um, that this can come about, but 
um, to be able to have that tool to empower um, the ability to have unsupervised visitations is, is really um, the value that we bring. Yeah, we've talked about that before, the word empower, and you wouldn't necessarily, I don't think, would think, uh, okay, so here's a tool around alcohol monitoring. <laughs> How does that empower someone? But I think you you just said it right there. If you're looking at the two main ways that this can help a couple in this situation where alcohol is involved in in the divorce process somehow, some way, there's the safety aspect. So if someone is in fact, and it has been documented that they have been using alcohol, and maybe that is actually the reason that the marriage is failing, then there's, you said, peace of mind to help the party that may be wondering, are my kids safe? And then secondarily, when someone, when there's allegations towards someone proving the truth, because we all know, again, looking at the realities, people can say things that may not necessarily be true in a divorce situation uh, to kind of potentially get what they want. And or they may be saying it because they that's how they see it and they may not be seeing it in the right way. So what I really got there is you're empowering uh, people within the situation to bring them to a place of peace of mind. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, well said. I like that one. I'm going to write that down. Okay, good. There you go. I love it. Well, and I just think it's interesting because we can look at things so face value, you know, and and it's a hard enough time. And so, you know, really to peer beyond what what the tools are uh, that can help you and and how and why. And so I think it's important to understand that. And, you know, we talk about the holidays. There's a lot of parties. There's, uh, and and alcohol is often involved. And so anxiety, that lack of peace of mind may (laughs) reduce. And here we are in Divorce and the Holidays, a series that we're bringing information, uh, education, tools, and resources to our listeners. And hopefully this kind of ties it all together. Why are we talking about looking uh, lessons from sober length? through the, the holidays yeah. here. And uh, so I really think that that can be um, an important tool. Um, so let's get on to that resource uh, that you all have developed, and it's really thorough. And um, so first, give us just a, if you will, a bit of an overview of the resource itself, and then we'll get into the specifics because there's some really great tips in it. And then I would like to go into kind of the why behind your developing it. Sure. No problem. Yeah. I mean, we all think of the holidays as like this. It's a time to relax. It's uh, it's a time to be with your family, quality time. But, you know, when you are going through a divorce or you have been through the divorce and, and things are so different and the times have changed, it's kind of flips that upside down and, and now it becomes a stressful, challenging time. And so everything what you thought the holidays were about becomes very different. And we wanted to create a resource for those people just to make sure that, you know, maybe there's a few takeaways that you can get from this resource. I mean, it, it's got a lot of good tidbits, but if you can just take away a couple things that might make your holiday time a little more peaceful or a little less stressful, you know, that's what. That's what we wanted to provide, and that's what we were after with this guide. 
Well, and I think you did it. And there's that peaceful word again. So peace of mind, Mm -hmm. just another way of um, bringing information to people to open their eyes to what they can know about, learn about, and maybe even do to help them bring more peace into their life. As you said, holidays can be a great time of the year, but even without divorce, it can be quite stressful. (laughs) You're right. It's people are a little bit more in that festive atmosphere. Hey, let's have a Christmas lunch. Let's do this. So you've got to, you know, fit in, you know, a number of different, (laughs) and I, you know, I even catch myself when I say this, you've got to, you don't have to. And we're going to talk about a tip with regards to that in your holiday resource, but there are a lot more opportunities, let's say it that way, to go and do things, holiday parties, lunches, teas, kids activities, you know, holiday in the park, all of that. And then, oh, by the way, all the Christmas uh, festivities that come just even with decorating and um, I don't know, do people still carol? (laughs) And then the family, then you've got the family. And so folks, what we're doing here today is uh, still a part of our series, Divorce in the Holidays. We're looking at lessons gleaned from Soberlink uh, here. We're talking to Chris Beck. He's the vice president um, of uh, business development for Soberlink. And he's helping us look at their Divorce in the Holidays resource guide. And so I thought it was a perfect fit for him to join us and to tell you a little bit about this resource and so that you'll want to go out and uh, jump on online and grab it for yourself. And maybe it will bring you a bit more peace of mind as well. So stay tuned. When we come back, we're going to dive into the tips that this divorce (laughs) guide offers. So stay tuned. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. Achieving the best outcome in divorce can be extremely tough when alcohol abuse is part of the process, especially around co-parenting. But there's help with remote alcohol monitoring. Soberlink is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to prove their sobriety. 
Soberlink uses real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection to ensure accurate and reliable results. With Soberlink, you can be confident that your kids are with a sober parent. Visit Soberlink.com backslash DCH. It's that time of the year, Thanksgiving weekend. We'll start seeing those Christmas lights. Maybe they already out. I don't know. Christmas decorations were probably out before Halloween was over. (laughs) Before you know it, we're going to be seeing Valentine's decorations. But let's stay present with the season. Uh, The holidays are upon us, and it can be a busy time of the year. It can be a joyful time of the year. It can be a happy time of the year. But it also can bring stress. It can bring sadness. It can bring loneliness for those going through a divorce. This could bring around some of those firsts as we talk about it. Uh, We refer to them as firsts because maybe the first time you've had Christmas where your children are with your uh, ex-spouse. Maybe it's a first Christmas that you're not doing the same traditions. And the bottom line is, is it can be hard. And so what we wanted to do was bring a series to you to help you think about and learn about some tools and tips that can um, maybe bring a little bit more that joy back to the season for you. Uh, and I think ultimately let you know that you're not alone and there are a lot of people out there wanting to help, wanting to provide these tips and tools. And and uh, so we've got Chris Beck here with us today. He's the Vice President of Business Development with Soberlink. Soberlink as you might have heard in the first segment, is an alcohol monitoring device. Hey, let's talk about it. You know, the parties may have alcohol. Uh, There may be issues around alcohol in a divorce. And so their um, monitoring device is a helpful tool that empowers couples to make better choices within the divorce process that ultimately leads to peace of mind. And in addition to having that amazing tool, they've developed this holiday resource guide. And uh, we've mentioned it a couple times. And so let's go ahead, Chris, and talk about, just give us a bit of an overview of the guide. We'll get into the specifics a little bit later. And then, um, you know, how you developed this. Sure. I mean, we wanted to give our our, our readership kind of a, a view from from a couple of different standpoints, you know, one from someone that's actually living it, experience, experiencing it in the now, and some of the things that have worked for that person. And then we wanted to give you a perspective from an attorney of like, what do we need to do, you know, leading up to it to make sure we, we have all of our I's dotted and T's crossed, you know, from like how an attorney thinks. So we thought those were two unique perspectives that could give you some some tips going forward, you know, so to make things a little more successful. I mean, I I love some of the things that um, the mother of, of two kids talks about. And um, one of the things I even think is, is interesting was a ranking system of some of the, the things that they want and need for the holidays. And you you put them into some type of ranking order. And then here we are. I can understand, okay. If they aren't in my top so many, I shouldn't even be thinking about them. I mean, it just kind of relieves me of some of that. Those things that are in the back of my head that keep bothering me. <laughs> like for me, I need to keep everything top of mind, and I need to 
correctly establish what is the most important or things are going to turn into chaos. So I can understand. And, and I think that was a, a neat read when I went through it. And then from an attorney standpoint, I love the organization and, and how to keep everything out in front of you. And that's really important to be mindful of. And uh, I think they give some really good tips about how to do that and how to execute that properly. Yeah, a, a number of things come to mind. And what I jotted down when you were talking about the divorcee who's gone, been through it, right? And what worked for her. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we don't need to recreate the wheel here. And you're, as a person going through divorce, you're already encumbered by the emotions of divorce. And so yeah. you typically are out there seeking, like, help for help. Uh, where it's nice to hear from somebody who's been there, again, talking about the uniqueness of the situation, maybe not the exact situation, but, uh, you know, I can imagine since she's a mom of two kids now divorced that uh, a lot of moms would want to go, okay, so how did you handle this? And that kind of generates your own ideas. And so I think that that's great. So what worked, but also I think it's great that you had the attorney involved too, because oftentimes uh, we want that legal advice, that that information, maybe not direct legal advice, but that information from an attorney, that perspective, exactly, as you yeah. said. And we may be afraid because we're afraid that it's, you know, the meter's going to run, right? So it's nice to get that insight from an attorney because it's a very scary time of life. And so they've obviously had a lot of experience with people going through Divorce. I can imagine that they've seen people successfully move through it and others who have not so su successfully that's moved correct. through it. And so gleaning from them as well. So I think that's great. I want to jump on in to the specifics because this ranking system, I noted that too. And I'm like, hey, I like this. And so to speak a little bit more, folks, um, this the ranking system came comes from the mom of the two kids. And ultimately where it is, it's around um, uh, minimizing conflict. And so the question that was posed was around uh, how can parents minimize conflict in their relationship and uh, focus on the welfare of the child during the holidays? And by the way, Chris, I'm not going to give away all the, all the details because we're going to want to send them to the resources. But I really thought that this was great. Yeah. And basically what they talk about is a ranking uh, ranking exercise. So what you would do is, is this mom suggests is on a scale of one to 10, anything under seven doesn't get your attention. And uh, so if it's under a seven, you probably don't need to, to um, raise conflict. So what my mind goes to as an example, a particular tradition that you've had uh, and um, maybe one spouse, one parent valued that tradition over the other. And you knew that. And so on a scale of one to 10, does it really matter that you're a part of it or not? And if it's under a seven, it's like, okay, let him or let her take this person and go ice skating or whatever it was. Uh, and so, um, you know, I think the thing that came through and oftentimes I do this when I'm looking at different resources and tools, some things typically bubble up. And what I continue to write down, and you'll see as we talk about more of the, the tips, is kind of know what you want, 
what is best for the kids and then what you're willing to concede to. And then I think to top that all off is treat others how you would want them to treat you. And so I think what we'll see is through that, the the overarching takeaway from this are those things. Uh, so um, they also talk about, you know, acknowledging the that divorce is so difficult, um, can be so difficult, but also acknowledging with the kids. I thought that was interesting. Your thoughts on that, Chris? Yeah, I think uh, there was something that, that we, I think the, the mom said about validating how kids feel and how important that is um, through this process, because there are a lot of feelings that these kiddos are going through. And I even see that in, in my family. I want to make sure I address all my kids' um, anxiety, hope, um, challenges through the holidays. And, you know, I could just imagine how difficult that is when you're, when you're parenting um, by yourself um, at times. So, man, um, that was really eye-opening. I thought that was a good one. Sure. Yeah, that was interesting. And I thought about that as this, this can be applied to any relationship. And so <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of wrote my takeaways from each tip. And so I wrote it, acknowledge how they feel. So this can be applied to a child. This can be applied to a spouse. I mean, even think about mm-hmm. it and maybe in your instance, not in a divorce situation, maybe there's, and I'm not saying that this is the case, but you've got some some sort of conflict uh, maybe with family that's in for uh, the holidays, right? That, that never happens. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean... We... <laughs> Yeah, every year we, we we travel for the holidays, so um, my kids are are definitely get anxious for it. It's uh, it's quite the um, the time of year. So some are excited, some are scared, and you you have to deal with each child individually, and and that's something that I always key in on. And and uh, for it to be mentioned here, I was like, yes, that's it. You know, let's make sure we validate those feelings. For yeah, kids. validate it and not acknowledge. Okay, I hear that you're feeling scared. I, you know, I can, I can sense that you're feeling mm-hmm. um, excited, whatever it may be. I think the other thing I took away that there, she said, focus on being th- with them through the process. And so what I jotted down was be in capital letters underlined with them. So be present mm-hmm. with them and, yeah. and not just, oh, uh, you know, just don't worry about it right now. Let's move on. That basically is telling them kind of like, don't have your feelings, don't you think? Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Totally agree. Love it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Folks, there's so many things here, both from a divorced mom with two kids and what she did that worked, uh, and an attorney, and and really what we've what we've seen through it is being the best parent you can be, you know, it talks about traditions. What What do you think, Chris, about changing up traditions? Yeah, no, I think traditions are important. But like you said, I mean, let's understand what they are and let's understand that there's ways to create new ones. I think that's also um, really important in this is that just because there was an, uh, a tradition that was done together doesn't mean there can't be new ones that are created today. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't mean that. So looking at this situation with fresh eyes, different eyes, uh, I often say this, and I think I just say, said it recently at another show, difference not necessarily wrong, difference just different. 
the fact of the right. matter, you you are in a different time. Uh, divorce has happened. So what are we going to do when we put our best foot forward? We put our children first. We acknowledge their feelings. We are with them present and look at how we can create something new. I get it a bit easier said than done. When we come back, <laughs> yeah. we'll continue to look at these tips and uh, talk about how they can apply to your life. So don't miss it. Come on back. Here's today's two-minute tip. As a professional and certified coach, it is not for me to give advice. This might sound very odd to you. A lot of folks think that a coach is there to tell them what to do about whatever it is they are seeking coaching for. I get it. You have a challenge, an issue, or simply want to make a change, and you want the key, the answer, or the solution. A football coach tells his players what to do. Why can't this coach? Here's the thing. If I were to give you the answer, I'd be doing you a disservice. Why? Because you wouldn't be able to find the best answer for you. The Bible even speaks to it in Proverbs 25. It says this, The purposes of a person's heart are deep waters, but one who has insight draws them out. A trained coach will draw out the answers from those deep waters by asking insightful questions. And the questions will cause you to search your heart for the right answers for you. And the amazing body even helps it all along as it releases serotonin, which helps the brain get in gear. Why am I telling you all this? Well, first, I want people to better understand what coaching is and what it can do for them. Second, I want to ask you a question. We're talking about divorce and the holidays in this series, and we're focusing on tips and tools to help you manage the possible stress and sadness of the season that can be amplified by divorce. We've given you a lot of information. Now it's time for you. What are some tips and tools that would be right for you as you navigate this holiday season? I'd love to know and even share them on the show. So write to me and tell me. You can reach me at Christy at ChristyMindelow.com. And also, if I can support you in this season and beyond, please reach out to me. Again, that's Christy at ChristyMindelow.com. And remember to keep listening each week for another two-minute tip, all to support you or someone you know who's facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. God bless you. Friends, welcome back and happy holidays. I can officially say that now, right? I don't know when the official date is to start saying that, uh, <laughs> but I'm going to. So this is the season and we've been actually the last couple of weeks in a series talking about divorce and the holidays, uh, taking lessons from different people. We've talked to an interior designer. We've talked to a mediator. And today we're talking to Chris Beck with Soberlink and really talking through their resource guide who, through them, we're gleaning some um, tips and tools from a divorce mom of two and an attorney to help us navigate the holidays and ultimately bring a bit more joy to the season, peace of mind. And this resource guide is just full of um, different situations that can be brought about by divorce. Uh, well, I guess rather said by the holidays first and then amplified by divorce because, mm. well, let's just face it, the holidays can, again, as we talked about, be a little stressful in and of itself. You add divorce to it, it's another layer of challenge there. And so uh, we've been going through a few of these tips 
And I thought where we would go now is just some of the takeaways I had from it, and we'll expand on this. And one thing, Chris, I noticed that at least my takeaway was here is you can't you can't always make everyone happy. What do you think about that? Mm. I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I have that challenge all the time. I think every single day in my family, um, trying to make five kids happy is is difficult and challenging, and I've you know struggled with it day in and day out. So yeah. I get it. Um, you know, I think one thing that I have learned is that I need to stay to a schedule, and I need to make sure that you know I don't deviate too much because. If everyone kind of understands what we're doing, I don't have as much, um, you know, contention with it if we, if it's all kind of verbalized up front. Um, so that's kind of nice. But once I deviate from that plan, that's when things go wrong for me. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? So what, what I'm really hearing in there is, okay, so you just take normal life. Now you add, so you need a plan, you need a schedule just because of normal life. Now you add the holidays and you throw in some extra Mm. things with the holidays and now you add divorce. Whoa. Right. And so, and and the takeaway I had mostly from the attorney that you spoke to uh, was this plan in advance. And, uh, and, and I think, you know, sometimes we, we, um, we avoid that planning but I can't mm-hmm. tell you how important that is, and especially when you're bringing in uh, two households that have now split. So the other thing the attorney said that I took away was plan in advance and communicate it, right? So I'm, I can imagine yeah. even— Super important. Yeah, right? <laughs> even yeah. not in the holidays, even not going through divorce— Chris, I know you shared before you have five children, so uh, there's a lot of communication that needs to be happening in your household. Is that correct? That is very, very correct, (laughs) yes. If if I miss communicating with one person, it can all break down. So everyone has to be on the same page, especially before we go on trips or, or do things because, you know, they're counting on that schedule to remain the way we talked about it. And that's important. You know, it's become important to all of them is that, we decide on the schedule, let's stay consistent with it, and you know, and we'll all get along if we execute it right. <laughs> properly, right? Yeah. yeah, and well, the thing that comes to mind is they can't execute it if they don't know it. Sometimes we kind of hmm. create the schedule in our head, but we forget to communicate it. So just, you know, outside of the holidays, outside of divorce, since you do use scheduling a lot uh, to keep things more peaceful for your family, is there something that you do... Uh, within your family to help you communicate that schedule? Yeah, we have a very busy refrigerator. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's full of notes and things um, based on, you know, we have the big monthly calendar and it just looks like a bunch of scribble, but we all understand it and we communicate it to the young ones. But uh, that's the way we stay in communication and, and we stay on top of our to-do list and what's going to be happening so things don't change. Uh, it doesn't always work. It's not always perfect, but um, we it gets the job done. It gets the job done. Yeah, you know what's interesting, uh, what I heard in there is uh, you have your own family language. Everybody understands it, but it's there. You've taken, you've put <laughs> yeah. it there. It's, uh, you know, if there's a question, go to the fridge, 
the other thing I heard you say there was communicate it to the young ones. And what brings to mind here, and we haven't included this component into the this series, but special needs kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm always drawn back to when Marianne Hughes has been on the show, she's shared the importance of communicating the details to children uh, who have um, potentially autism, anything like that, because that helps them understand that schedule. But I think we, I, I like, I'm a planner. So I like to know what's going to happen, don't you? Yeah, it, I think things run so much smoother when we have a plan. You know, we'll drop pictures of what we're doing, you know, to make it fun. Um, so a lot of times it's charades that ends up on the uh, on the refrigerator, but it's still fun. Yeah, Make it fun. Another thing that I uh, drew from this resource guide, before I go there, I want to go back to your note about Um, it's not always perfect. And folks, that's life. I think one of the things I try to live is kind of that 80-20 rule. So 80% of the time, I I hopefully get it right. But 20% of the time, it's going to be different. Um, Not as, again, not necessarily wrong, but different. And so I think that's important to know that it's not always going to be perfect. But that is life. And then when you can have a little fun with it. And That is one thing I took as well, and I'm just looking through my notes to go back and find that little um, piece of information. So back to talking about the the traditions. Uh, So the divorce mom of two kids shared. That's right. So... She decided to decorate her entire house, and she made a party of it. So I loved that. So, and and if she suggested if that wasn't so, you know, put on holiday music and uh, decorate. She said every inch of her house. And then the other one was go look at Christmas lights. You know, pop on by uh, Starbucks or wherever. You know, take hot chocolate in a mug and go look at Christmas lights. And so, make it fun. And because I, I I get it, I've been there, I've been through divorce. It cannot be very much fun at times. So you're saying we make it fun, um, have a little space for it not to be perfect, but make it fun. And I heard you say you draw yeah. pictures. We do, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Um, sometimes we'll draw pictures on the on the refrigerator just so you know it's it's easily identifiable identifiable for the younger ones because you know we have. We have a three, four, and six-year-old, so we got to make sure they're all included in, in the schedule so they know when we're going bowling. Not a very good drawer of bowling. I'm, pins, yeah, I'm going. They know when we're doing that, <laughs> right? What does so, a bowling ball look like on your refrigerator? <laughs> yeah. Someone said, like, why did you draw, like, a happy face? I'm like, no, that's a bowling ball. That's a bowling it's ball. in it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I can but, imagine. Yeah. I almost want to try that at our house. I, I have no idea what would turn up. So, yeah. you know, but it's not easy. Uh, right, right. It makes me think about a story uh, in, in my life. Um, my dad used to draw little pictures and put it in my lunchbox and, and mm, send it with sweet. me. And I was always so happy. And he would write me little notes. And he'd, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but he would draw like a little man on the edge of the paper, like he was looking over the edge of the paper. And oh, it yeah, always I've seen said, those kind of yeah, yeah. Like, love dad. And 
I I still have those today uh, because they were so, um, they just made my heart happy. And so one of the things I can think about is, you know, from this point on, put a little love note in your child's um, uh, lunchbox. Uh, Maybe, um, you know, it has whatever your faith is with regards to the holidays. Uh, Maybe it's a note from Santa you know, maybe it's a reminder you better be good. <laughs> right? Yeah. What a great way to start a new tradition too, right? Exactly. I mean, a great little tidbit. I love it. I think the thing too is to get creative. And so, you know, I think as I'm also thinking about this, not in this resource guide, but, uh, you know, as you have conversations with people in maybe similar situations or trusted advisors, uh, your coach, family, friends, where you can sit back and kind of talk about it. What could I do? Kind of live in the space of opportunity and possibility. Uh, I mean, honestly, I haven't thought about those pictures, Chris, in quite some time. <laughs> They're probably typically near and dear to my heart, but you you get busy in the everyday of life and yeah. you don't remember them. But this conversation brought that about. And so um, uh, you can pass that on to your children. So folks, I'm hoping that you're finding this to be helpful. I know that you'll find this resource guide to be helpful. When we come back, we're going to share with you how to find this resource guide. It's a PDF that you can download real easy to find and go online and get, and we're going to share that with you. And we'll talk about a few more, I think, that are really important, a couple of my takeaways, and hopefully there'll be some things that can uh, really, truly benefit you. So come on back. Make sure you don't miss it. Friends, I'm so glad that you're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour, and there's something I want you to know. I really want you to hear this. I, as a divorce coach and the host of this show, don't advocate for divorce in general. Our goal is to glorify God first and foremost by helping you save your marriage. The fact of the matter is that there are times when a marriage can't be saved. I know. I've been there. And when it can't be saved, we want to walk alongside you through it. We want to help you pick up the fragments, put the pieces together, and help you stand strong and walk through divorce courageously. And I want to share something with you that may help. I'm on another show here on KKHT. I'm honored to be the wingman on Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendela, where each week Richard and I talk about the intersection of our faith and the secular world. And together with interesting guests, we shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for Courageous Christianity. It's my belief that Courageous Christianity with Richard Mindelow can be another resource that you can turn to as you walk through this path of significant change in your life. So please join us. You can catch the show on this station, 100.7 FM KKHT, at 12 p.m. noon Central Time, Saturdays, and online at kkht.com as well. Hey, grab your lunch and join us for both shows back-to-back, 12 p.m. noon for Courageous Christianity and 1 p.m. for the Divorce Coaching Hour. You can also find all shows under podcasts, under the Programs tab on KKHT.com. Richard and I hope you'll listen in. As always, if you want to reach me, you can find me at thedivorcecoachinghour.com or call me at 281-944-8043. We are grateful for you joining us each week and for your support. Welcome back. You're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. 
We are here with Chris Beck. He is the Vice President of Business Development for Soberlink in their legal section. And they have a holiday resource guide out right now, a very helpful one. And we've been going through that, bringing you tips and tools from a divorced mom of two children and a family law attorney. And this show is a part of the uh, Divorce in the Holidays season um, series, rather. And um, I'm just so in the festivities of the season, I'm saying season. I'm just so ready for it this year. Uh, but we're looking at lessons that we can glean from the folks that we've had in this series. And so Chris has been here with us today sharing these tips and tools from this holiday guide. Uh, so Chris, as we begin to wrap things up in this segment, we want to find out um, uh, how to access this resource guide. Folks, just before we go there, I want to remind you that what Soberlink is, Soberlink is really the gold standard of an alcohol monitoring solution for you, whether you're going through a custody case in um, involving children and alcohol, it can pr- provide you ultimately peace of mind and uh, through whether it, if there's been an alcohol situation, abuse, to provide um, peace of mind around the safety of your children when they're with their sp- the spouse, the ex-spouse, and but also, too, if you're in the situation where you've been accused of alcohol abuse, which may or may not be true, and so you can prove the truth in a way. Ultimately, it's about empowering you to uh, to a place of peace of mind. And so what this tool is, too, this resource guide, is another resource for you, another tool in the divorce process that can bring you peace of mind. And I just love the heart of Soberlink and uh, the things that they do to help people in their community. And so, Chris, tell us how listeners can download the PDF of this uh, holiday divorce guide. Sure, sure. So the easiest way is to go to um, soberlink.com forward slash DCH. And uh, you'll be able to access that resource guide. Yeah, and that's soberlink.com slash forward slash DCH. And folks, that is actually a special uh, website for this show. So you might get it, Divorce Coaching (laughs) Hour. And so make sure you go to get that. It's um, a quick read and easy to read. And I loved going through it with my highlighter to grab the tips uh, here. There's a Two other tips that I wanted to bring out. One reminded me of my divorce coaching training. I hadn't heard this before. I'd studied quite a bit of communication. Uh, but this, but in particular, it's called the BIF acronym. Did you know about that, Chris, before this piece was developed? You, you know, I did not until I was reading through the, the resource. And the first thing that came to my mind as, as soon as I heard this was Back to the Future. I know, right? <laughs> I, just, I just watched that last night with my 11-year-old. And I was like, this, you know, but... Uh, little yeah, different. A little different than... Yeah. Probably exactly the opposite of the Biff character from Back to the Future. Yeah, a right? bit, a bit. I thought it was an interesting thing, too. And folks, so what we're talking about here, it's an acronym that can help you in uh, communication challenges. And uh, what it stands for is brief, informative, firm, but friendly. So to kind of spell it out a little bit more, be informative, ask for what you want, stick to the facts, don't get into the emotions, be firm, but friendly. And, And here's 
a couple things from what I've learned and what I share when I'm teaching classes is, and I think it goes back to this. First, treat others as you would like them to treat you, which I gleaned that throughout this entire resource guide. So how then mm-hmm. are you communicating with this person? Are you communicating with them how you would like to be con- communicated with? And and so outside of that, um, the KISS principle, keep it simple, sweetheart, right? <laughs> so we don't <laughs> get into the emotion and um, this is not the place. And the other thing I think, too, that goes along with this is don't put anything in writing that you would not say to someone uh, to their face. We often hide behind this anonymous glass wall of our computer screens, and we end up mm-hmm. saying things that are not going to benefit our situation, um, the outcome of our situation, and our children. And you know what, Chris, what it, you know, last but not least on this point, what brings me back is this again can apply to everyday life. Can it not? Eh, That was the last part. I I really do agree with you. I mean, that's something that you have to, you have to understand is that modern day technology doesn't hide you from what you are saying. And just because you're communicating through email doesn't mean you can say things differently because they're not right there in front of you. And uh, I love your, your thought there is, is make sure you would say something and write something the same way you would say it if you were standing right in front of the person. Yeah, and I I get it. I get it sometimes you're so angry. But the other thing to think about is when we read a communication from the other person, give it some time because you may be reading it through the lens of – that may not be so clear. (laughs) Let's say it that way. Right. Right? And so take – Go ahead. I was going to say, I've, I've told employees in the past, I think it's interesting that when you're upset, write something. But you write something in Word and you read it. And then you save it and then you go back to it an hour later and reread it again. And then I actually asked them to go back an hour after that and reread it again. And if you still think you should send it, then okay. But give it, you know, three good reads and then you can decide what you want to do. And I would say, of the time they end up deleting that Word document. Yeah, and you know what? And I've heard said in the divorce arena, give it a little bit more time, like 24 hours, like sleep on it. Sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? Yeah, probably right. (laughs) Yeah, and the other tip I I share with folks is don't write it in the email where you could accidentally click send. We know that's all have happened to us before. Right. I love yeah. what I heard you say is write it in a Word document or go jot it down right. in a piece of paper that can be shredded. <laughs> yeah. yeah, be, be it careful. It can easily be erased when it's in a Word document and it cannot be sent exactly from there, right? You have to yeah. do one extra step to get it over to that that um, Outlook or whatever you're using for your email. That's right. Exactly, exactly. And so see, folks, <laughs> these don't just apply to divorce and the holidays, employees and everyday life as well. And it just helps us get along better with people. And I couldn't um, finish this up without touching on this is one of the takeaways I took is give back. Uh, So one of the things I share with folks is when you're um, really feeling down, that sadness, that loneliness, is think about what you can give to others. Uh, do something nice for someone. And I love that uh, the mom here said she would have 
her children make their their actually their Hanukkah list of the presents, the gifts that they wanted during Hanukkah, and they would pick one to donate to charity. And you can always give, and that actually brings about gratitude and goodness in the heart. What do you think about that, Chris? I love the idea. I've actually tried it with with our family. It didn't go over very well, I'll admit. It was a little chaos. Um, so we had to change it a little bit, but uh, but we do try to get through some of the, the give back and and making sure that we have that in within our family traditions around the holidays. But uh, yeah, the we we try to do the you know here's all your gifts now choose one to give back, and uh, that didn't go so well. But um, I agree. That... <laughs> well, I applaud your efforts. And you know the thing yes. that comes to mind is we might feel like the Grinch in this divorce scenario, but if you think about the movie yeah. of the Grinch, his heart uh, leapt, you know, grew what, three times larger or how many times larger when he gave. And so, folks, I hope that you have found uh, this to be helpful, some ideas, and thank you to Soberlink for them. Um, Chris, any final thoughts? Yeah, I just, I I think the ending with, um, you know, what you said about just make sure you, you speak to others, you know, the way that you would want to be spoken to. That's so important in everything that you do. And uh, especially during the holiday, use that little extra to make sure that what you're saying is is being heard, but at the same time, it's it's heartfelt and that it's said in a nice way. Yeah, be the best parent you can be. Treat others how you would like to be treated. It is the holiday season. What joy can you bring, even though you might feel like that Grinch and it's understandable? <laughs> Your children are watching. Um, and and I get it. I've been there. I know it's hard. And uh, just so thankful to Soberlink for a tool like this. And, you know, I'm just reminded my thoughts here of the takeaways um, in that communication. Know what you want, uh, what is best for the kids. Don't forget to look at what is best for the kids, not only today, but five to 10 years in advance and beyond and then what you'll concede to. So don't, you know, go back to that 80-20 rule we were talking about. What uh, and, and it goes back to even to what we were talking about is that ranking exercise. And, um, you know, be charitable and be the yeah. best that you can be. And so, Chris, uh, thank you for joining us today. You know, our goal together is to help people with their thinking around divorce. And these tools are so helpful. So thank you to your amazing team. Uh, to produce this. Yeah, thanks. thanks for having us and allowing us to be part of the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. Well, it was a great reason to have you on the show and to talk about it, folks. Soberlink.com forward slash DCH to get the gratitude resource. I know you'll want it. The time is now. The holidays are here. And uh, just think about having that um, that heart that the Grinch got to that was three times bigger and and be grateful for the opportunities you have. We're grateful for you. Thanks for listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour, friends. I'm Christy Mindelo, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.